Welcome back to the Daughters of the Moon podcast. We're grateful that you could join us again. And we are going to talk about runes today. So we thought that instead of doing an oracle card reading for you, we would do a rune reading for you. Because <laughs> it kind of made sense. <laughs> it definitely makes sense to do a rune each, being that that's what we're going to talk about. Exactly. So, okay. So I picked the first one here, and it is chameleon. Chameleon is an opportunity. Kim will have these the pictures of them as well. And we'll talk about the actual rune itself as well. Okay, so um, two chameleons are some of the most fascinating of all lizards. Um, chameleons can change color in response to altercations in light temperature and emotional state. The color change is partially camouflage and partly a mood communication. The appearance of the chameleon heralds news of changing and opportunistic environment. When chameleons see an insect or other prey within their range, they shoot out their tongue that is longer than its own body. The insects get caught in the sticky tongue tip and is whipped back into the mouth of the chameleon. Such an attack can occur within a second and remind you to act immediately and quickly when opportunities present themselves. Now is the time to take advantage of an opportunity that present itself. Opportunities and gifts that present themselves should be snatched up and acted upon within a day of the opportunity or within or the opportunity will be lost which is really interesting for us that it would be the, the chameleon that's come up mm -hmm. that? mm -hmm. and it has, does have a reverse side of it so it just tells you on the other side of it that um that you should uh that because of this you should not commit yourself fully to completely until you see how the moods are going to be changed especially with new endeavors the mood change must must most likely occur will create an uncomfortable relationship so if the if it had been upside down it was saying that just take your time doing it yeah basically is what that said but it's interesting because the picture of on the rune is a chameleon with his tongue out sitting on a branch just showing that in life if we don't take opportunities as they come to us we will miss them and because the chameleon is so fast or everything it does, um, you know, it also tells me with the chameleon, like it's like wearing different colors to camouflage how you are and what your moods are all about. But that's okay because as you're taking an opportunity, there's all kinds of things you need to think about with that opportunity beforehand of how you should take it or present it if it should be a presentation or something like that, how you would present it. So the chameleon is a, a cool little ruin this one here is which animal speaks with ted andrews by the way so a different kind of ruin that it is for sure yeah it is for sure and for me it's funny because when we were at work today and we read our course books all of us as a group on coffee break nice. and almost everybody's was about opportunity so it's interesting that you know that energy is out in the world right now that there's all these opportunities for people and i think yes it's like it's like the chameleon is that you've got all these different things with the colors changing and things like that and you need to jump on them and 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 get going on them and you know less less they pass you by right so True. especially if you're trying to put out there that all these opportunities and so often we do that say, you know, I wish this would happen or I wish that would happen, rather it be in business or love or yeah. health or whatever. And if it's come by you and you're not looking at it and, and jumping on it, then, you know, you're not really seeing what you 
That's right. And it is manifesting. And I think, too, that because we're getting closer to the end of the year right now. And uh, so, you know, in January, I don't know, maybe we'll cover the 101 wishes or something at one point. But I think, too, with January coming, it's a new, fresh start of a year. So with the chameleon talking about opportunities, you know, it could be an opportunity that will actually take place coming the new year. So that's yeah, something else absolutely. to think about. Yeah, it's a good one, and he's a good author, so. He is so. Um, okay, so I'm going to do the healing runes, which are by Ralph H. Bloom and Susan Lowen. Book is a little little weathered, so it's hard to read the <laughs> authors. That's okay. Um, so this is like your regular rune that you, that you would have. And what I did read is there is 25 runes, well, 24 runes and one blank one that's which right. is the divine but this is not the divine the card that i earth card the habit <laughs> the rune that i chose is denial so it says drawing the rune of denial is called a call once again to take control of your life and begin living it as god intended consciously compassionately joyously and with love for many this is a time of separating paths the oracle reminds us that we're not born to live in pain, but rather to transform our lives through a greater understanding of ourselves and the world around us. The rune encourages you to admit to yourself, to God and to another, the true nature of your pain and your shortcomings. If you're still avoiding the truth of your situation, take this opportunity to remember that it requires hard work, time and understanding to come out of denial and out of hiding. If denial no longer plays a part in your life and still you receive this rune, you're being asked to have compassion for those around you. Find ways to be of service to family, to friends, to the people with whom you work. It may be as simple as listening and then saying the words, I understand. Often that's all it takes to bring comfort and renewed strength to a weary or troubled heart. The rune of de denial calls you to look within and take stock, to make fearless personal and moral inventory of your life. It counsels you to open yourself up and let the light into a part of your life that has been secret shut away. For some, drawing this room announces that the time has finally come to end the dance of denial. One thing is certain about denial, and it is this. When, someone, when something within us is disowned, that which is disowned wrecks havoc. Above all else, remember, your protection lies in the divine, in God as you understand God. Let no false boundaries separate you from the will of heaven. A world that recognizes the value of every single life is a world coming out of denial. So I think that, like, even though it's denial, I think it's kind of almost goes hand in hand with yours because it's like if you're denying yourself the chance to take these opportunities that present themselves and you're denying that these are the things that you really want, that's not a good thing either. And I think it's just a recognition of our own denial about, the A, the things that we want and the things that maybe we are doing that... Um, are hindering us from getting the things that we want as well. True. And I think too, with some of us, not all, but some of us, when an opportunity comes, the first thing that we might think is, oh, well, I'd be good at it. And should I really do this? And I know you have the other things. So it's, it's a form of denial as well. It's denying yourself the opportunistic opportunities that are right in front of you. So it's a really interesting for sure. The runes are so interesting because the, animals speak runes well they're animals um and so they they the detail on them and that type of thing is a little easier to read on the runes that kim just did it's a little a little 
more interesting because it goes back to the ancients like a long time ago and they all have something to say it's interesting though when i was doing readings online uh way back when um i didn't have any kind of tool that i was using um i was just doing it off the top of my head sort of thing in the place where i was working some of the girls said to me boy you're going to burn out real fast if you don't use something well i started using the runes um because if I, if I took a rune out when somebody was, at, when I was doing a reading for someone and I couldn't get through to them because they were just being very difficult, I could pull a rune and the rune would start the session telling me what I could tell about that person. So no matter what, whether it's an oracle card or a rune, it still will give you the same kind of a reading. The, the thing was with the runes too at that time, I would pull, pull more than one if I found that during the reading, if I was having more difficulty, I would keep pulling the runes uh, until I was finally finished doing that reading. So they are quite uh, good and knowledgeable too. Yeah, they they definitely are. I did pull some stuff. <laughs> uh, for, for, so the, this is about the origin of the runes. Um, I'm just going to kind of, I'm not going to read it all, but I'm going to kind of go through some of it. But the original meaning of the word rune is secret or something hidden. Some indications show that early runes were not used so much for writing, but rather as magical signs. That means they were used in magic and for divination. But there's no direct evidence of this. Um, They were probably transformed from the tarot and the Chinese book of changes and were used as the I Ching of the Vikings at that time. With the rune masters, their wisdom died as well. Nothing was left except for the sagas. Um, the influence of the runes on their time was undeniable. They used the runes to consult in secret meetings because they're given the knowledge about the secret kingdom of God and they could find some different things out. So it says from the beginning, the runes also had a ritual function for divination and invocation of invocation. Oh my gosh higher powers that could affect the lives and happiness of the tribe. They are of the rune masters touched every aspect of life, the most holy to the everyday practical. There were runes and spells to influence the weather, the tides, the seeds of love and health for fertility, um, abolishing a curse for births and deaths. They were carved on amulets, drinking cups, um, javelins, and carved on the lintel of the houses and the bow of Viking ships. Uh, the rune masters and Vikings wore striking clothes, which you could recognize easily. In later Anglo-Saxon period, alphabets including up to 33 signs, the traditional Germanic Futhark script consists of 24 runes. They were divided into three families of eight runes, and it was said that the numbers three and eight had special magical powers. So, and they were named after the Nordic gods, Frey, Hegel, and Tyr. Cool. That is very interesting. Mm-hmm. So I will I will put the links to these that you can read it more. Um, basically, uh, there's three groups of eight symbols of each. The first group rules the beginning of everything, which is Friar. Um, sends for energy for creation, fertility, and prosperity. 
and achievements on the physical plane. The second group, which is 9 to 16, rules learning through difficult times. These are linked to the elements and variations of nature, and they re represent mental and emotional achievements, which this would be a 9 because this was denied. Okay. Uh, the third and last group, 17 to 24, has God here as a patron, and it clarifies paths to walk in our life and reach spiritual achievements. It's a group related to wisdom and justice. Beautiful. Yeah, so I just thought that was kind of interesting, and they all have meanings. There is 24, and like I say, there's the 25th one now in the runes that's the divine, which is just a blank one. So if you are pulling runes and you get the blank one, don't panic. You're supposed to have it that way. <laughs> it is. It is a good one. The blank one. Um, you know, some people when it comes blank, it is divine. That's when you can sort of do your own interpretation because of the other runes around it, which you feel that that would mean as well. So um, you know, it goes a long ways with this. The runes are cool because as you play with them, use them, um, they um, they really do give you some insight. And uh, because the way that they're worded, like Kimmy just did, um, they really are quite detailed about yeah. what they mean. So um, if you do do the runes, pick up pick up some. That they are fun, and they are the same as an oracle. Or it is, card. and I like it because I mean it's gone back so far in time where like these these back of the Vikings, and right? The we're using and them to, you know how were wars going to turn out and um, births and deaths and all those kind of things. I mean, not to say that they maybe wouldn't go off that, but at least it really internalizes what you're doing. So if you're pulling a rune every morning, let's just say, or if you're going through, um, you know, a death of a relationship or a death of a loved one or something like that, like you were saying, like, or you're just kind of feeling stuck. If you pull the rune, a lot of times it will give you some message that you can be like, oh, aha, that's what I need to work on to get through this or to help me out of this situation. So they are really neat. I actually made my own rooms based on the rooms. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Kim and I both made some. Uh, it was fun doing them. Um, you know, just with some clay and that kind of thing. But I mean, you could get them, you know, as crystals and all kinds of things. It's interesting, though, because the runes are coming back and more and more people are using them. They have them on necklaces, they have them on bracelets and um, all these different symbols today. And it's really interesting to see that when you, I don't know why, when I, when I go out and about, not so much in the wintertime here because you can't see things, but in the summertime, you'll see people with necklaces and that on. And they are carrying the runes with them, so they do mean something to them that is important. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, like when you look back into history and things like that, that's kind of how our ancestors were, right? They had they had signs and symbols and, and you know, they had drawings on cave walls. Yep. And, and these runes and the symbols and stuff like that are so important because they signify so much stuff. Like my son has some um, yes he does runes tattooed on his hand actually and they're like strength and power and things like that the things him. that yeah. yeah the things that he really wants in life for him so just looking down at his hand reminds him of to have that power within him so True. which is very a, a strong thing it's a very strong thing and a strong passion for each day too yeah to um you know give you what you need like kim said absolutely so, yeah 
Uh, we decided that maybe what we would do is pull the odd rune. Yeah. And uh, just to sort of give you an idea, Kim is going to, like I said, uh, put them on the internet so you can have a look at them. And But we thought if we pulled some, then uh, give you sort of a variation of what it's all about. Kim also has some other information uh, that we can... Um, yeah, you know how I'll, to do a reading and things I'll, like that. Yeah, I'll share it and I'll just I'll share a little bit of it. I'll just kind of do it real quick and then I'll put the links to it so that you can see it. Um, Better she does so, it too because my voice is kind of crazy today. <laughs> um, so it just says how to do a runes reading. So it says if you decide to dive into a rune reading by yourself, you must be prepared. Rune reading and divination takes practice, so just have fun with it. Just be aware that they are powerful psychic tools and require respect and careful spirit. Most people um, store their runes in a pouch, um, which you can buy online. Um, when you want to read the rules, you have to put them on a rune cloth. And then there's some different kind of rune spreads, which I thought were really kind of neat. There's the free rune spread, which is basically would talk about your current circumstance, your challenge, and your action. So again, I'll put this and then you can go on and read it more. Um, there's a five rune spread, which talks about your present, past, the action, the acceptance, and the future. Very cool. And then there's the nine rune spread. So one to three is the present situation and four to nine is other messages around the situation. So it just sort of talks about um, depending on what you're looking for, right? Like usually one rune or a couple of runes is enough. Enough. It's like doing your daily Oracle card or doing your daily room. One or two is usually more than enough. Yeah. You usually get more into these spreads if you're looking for different information, more in-depth information. Yeah. And a lot of times, well, you can do them for other people, but a lot of times you do them for yourself. But like yeah. you said, you they do add that bonus they do. They do. Cause they, uh, when I was doing the readings and I was looking for a tool, uh, they certainly helped me because um, they really do pull the energy from that person that you're doing the reading on to get the information because some people just get so blocked. Yeah. And um, so this helps you sort of break that block and break through so that you can actually give the person that's sitting in front of you or on the phone uh, what they need. So it's really interesting. Yeah. So, and and I think, too, the, the thing that I like about them is, is especially if you're using them, like, in in addition to the cards, is they kind of almost, like, it's funny how it works that way is, is like, you can't make it up because they just pull <laughs> into the reading that you're having, right? But sometimes because it's a different divination tool, it, I want to shock is the word that I'm going to say, people into like, oh, okay, this is different. Oh, okay, now I need to pay attention because right. this is a different, right? So. Yeah, it's like the Oracle cards that we use. Um, you know, they don't have really any pictures on them. They just have writing on them and that. And they're called the red cards. And um, yeah, they're one of those things when you look at them, you go, what the heck is that supposed to mean? Because there's so much writing on them. Yeah. But they all give you what you need. And um uh, so the the runes do exactly the same thing. Yeah, they definitely do, and and so definitely, and there's lots of different kinds. I mean, these are kind of the only two that I've really seen out there, but I'm sure there's all Tons. kinds of 
just like Oracle cards, there's, you know, probably ones of every type that you haven't seen or have or true. And, and you it, can pull out like the one said nine different uh, runes that you can pull out. So that's quite an in-depth reading with nine of them. I think we've done that in the past. Yeah. But I think that uh, in the past, it was more like when we were doing it fully around, it was like three. Yeah. And it's interesting because they're made of all different things as well. So like the Ted Andrews ones are a wooden rune um, and they're more rectangle shape. And then the runes that I read are more of almost a clay type material, yeah. sort of rock smooth clay yeah. yeah kind of smooth kind of um ovalish yeah and then the other ones that mom has here are they have the same symbols as the other room so but they're more <laughs> crystal so they're almost like clear quartz clear crystal they're really pretty yeah. they are quite pretty we'll take and a then, picture of that too and then maybe. yeah they're more like a, a crystal yeah. shape so maybe so, what we can do is you pull one of those crystals sure and you can do a read, uh, read that one. Okay. And then I'll pull another one of the Ted Andrews and uh, sort of give another little bit of what's going on with this. Then we'll go back into um, some more information about the runes as well. Okay. So we're just going to take a short break. And then when we come back, we'll get into the rest of the runes. Thank you. back <laughs> we are back so now mama's done another one of ted andrews and i have done one of the crystal ones so that when we take a picture you guys can see what they look like okay the one i got today or this time is of the major arcana group and it's on hibernation and regroup uh for most people hibernation refers to an animal spending the winter in a, a, dor a dormant state True hibernating animals will reflect a, a dramatic change in respiration, heart rhythm, and body temperature. Some, an, some animals, though, use a less dramatic form called a torpid state to hibernate overnight. This is, I didn't know that, this is common among a number of birds who use this, it, this is a way of them conserving energy while allowing them to sleep. Hibernation was often considered a period of initiation, an opportunity to regroup and begin a, a, a new upon awakening. That's cool. Now is the time to pull back away from the world a bit. Focus upon yourself, upon your own desires and needs. You need to draw back. You need time to assimilate all that has gone on the past few months. This regrouping allows other events important to you and in your life to catch up with you so that they can unfold in your life in the time, manner, and means that is best for you. This regrouping often comes with an epiphany of, so that's why this all happened to me when it did. How often do we say something like that? Was, ah, in fact, I think I said it yesterday was, there's a message behind that. And then when you come back, it really is. There's a reverse side, of course, that too. And uh, this talks about the um, initiating something new, to step out and slow down, uh, give you time to the time to explore, but restrictions, blockings, blockages, delays um, that are all passing. New horizons are opening up, so prepare to start a new journey, a new adventure in your life. If you are wishing to make a new beginning, sow the seeds now. So that's pretty cool too. So 
sow the seeds for spring or sow the yeah. seeds, right? Just like yeah. planting a seed for the things that you want to bring forward. Yeah. And it's interesting how the hibernation came about, like, you know, having pulled the opportunity and now it's saying, you know, kind of step back from things. So it's saying, you know, jump on these opportunities, but while you're jumping on these opportunities, don't forget to kind of take some time back for yourself that you're, you're reassessing things and, and, you know, checking in and, and saying like, okay, is this the opportunity that I actually want? Like you said, is there any messages behind this? Oh, okay. Then what do I need to prepare exactly for this new opportunity? Yeah. Um, and if there's a bunch of, you know, preparation that you have to do, well, regrouping is good because sitting back and hibernating on it, thinking about it will give you all the right tools. So when you get into there, yeah, what you're planning on, uh, you're, you are totally prepared. Absolutely. It's an interesting rune. It's, it looks like a cave for a bear to go to have a sleep and, um, and which makes sense because if you're going to hibernate, that would be the best place to do it for mm -hmm. if you're an animal. But yeah. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> perhaps a person too, if you wanted. Yeah, but for us, yes, maybe not so much, but yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kim's got one. Yeah, and I think it's funny because the denial too kind of goes with those as well as when you're hibernating, you're really stepping back so that you can really look at where you're kind of heading off to and what you need to deal with. That's right. Your own, your, your own emotions and things okay so the next card there's gosh the next room that i chose <laughs> just have it is shame so shame from the past throws a shadow across today's sun how long have you been a child of shame standing alone outside of the schoolyard fence watching the other children as they play drawing this rune signals a time when the shame you have lived with for so long could be understood and healed dissolved into memories and pictures that belong only to the past. Many of us still carry the feelings of chaos and uncertainty from a home where no one listened and boundaries were seldom or never honored. Wherever you are in your recovery, take a few moments to remember the first you recognize the source of your pain. It is our feelings of shame that damage trust and sabotage self-acceptance. For this reason, facing both known and secret fears is an essential part of healing the shame that has bound you to your past. For some, receiving this rune acknowledges that you have arrived at a place in your recovery where you possess the clarity, the strength, and the will to heal your feelings. You're being called to finally open the sealed rooms of exhaustion, aloneness, and fear in which you have been living for so long. Take comfort from this. When the time is right, you will find the courage to tell just one person what happened, just one. This rune teaches that a new life is possible and that you are indeed learning how to live that life. Imagine a day where you are free from all feelings of shame, a day when you are no longer suffering from the painful experiences of your childhood or feeling wounded by the betrayal of those to whom you looked for guidance that never came. Realize that you have survived your pain and honor yourself for your commitment to the healing journey, for it is one of self-acceptance, self-love and self-care. A noble journey out of the shadows and into the light, which I think is really interesting. It look, kind of looks like an X, but kind of an off-kilter X. It is. Um, I think it's really interesting because it's not always at home. It could be in your schooling or whatever when you were younger or just something that made you feel um, like you weren't less than. accepted or yeah. less than or you know, create some of these dialogues that we have inside of our head. And so it's really inter 
interesting with your hibernation one that it's talking about this because it's really saying like take this time away that you can really self-reflect on some things and and journal and and do some things like well okay i didn't say journal in there i threw that one in but <laughs> but, but but you could journal or do whatever or maybe do speak to someone because then you're opening yourself up to be able to jump on all these opportunities like the other one said. And I think that's really, they go, it's it interesting because they all really do go hand in hand. It is. So. And shame can hold us back from the opportunities that we're being offered. Cause sometimes if we allow ourselves to be shameful from our past, we don't indoctrinate enough into the future. So I think that this is really goes along with what we're talking about here. Um, if you feel shame, then get rid of it, start regrouping, um, you know, get yourself um, heading towards the opportunities that are rightfully yours and own them because uh, that is part of your power as well. Right, Kim? Absolutely. And I think, it, you know, too, as you rid yourself of some of these things that have either held you back or are presently holding you back, um, it's good because it opens you up for so many more different opportunities that you wouldn't have been opened up to, to before, right? If if you have a lot of shame or anxiety or something from your past that you haven't let go of, um, yeah, it, it, it's holding it, you back. it really can hold you back. Um, I just recently, somebody said to me, sometimes things from the past, uh, if you don't get rid of the things from the past, it can... Um, upset your potential opportunities and can make you feel stuck in the present because your your brain even if you don't think you are your brain is still in the past right that's right so you're blocking that for yourself so i think that's too why the ruins are kind of uh different uh because if you pulled one each day and um you know asked what you need for today and you pulled one and suppose and shame came up you know that gives you something to think about that day and it's always good to have these things that in front of you for your day to make you see what you need to know and what you need to learn about yourself and maybe sometimes about others around you. Absolutely. So then um, it should make it a good day for you as well, because um, after all, aren't you worth it you yes. know, to know that? Exactly. And I do want to tell you, they're not all gloom and doom, denial <laughs> and shame. This no. just happened to be one. I mean, they do, they have a lot. So the, I'll just read them real quick here. Uh, so it's innocence, trust, guilt, grief, gratitude, love, shame, faith, denial, boundaries, honesty, serenity, patience, acceptance, courage, prayer, forgiveness, humor, anger, surrender, wisdom, hope, fear, compassion, and the divine. So they're not all. No negative and even the negative ones aren't really negative it, it's more just a soul searching thing to say oh hey maybe i need to think about this or you know maybe this is what's holding me back from jumping on these opportunities or what i want to be doing right so maybe i need to look at that right so true and i think the the ted andrews ones because they're all animals and that type of thing but it also talks about camouflage vibration hibernation, hunting, mating, metamorphosis, and migration, which is just a little different um, angle to the ruins. Of course, Ted Andrews made this because of his books that he wrote on animals too. But it's cool because he goes through um, all the different animals and how they relate to your day and what you need to do for that day in order to make it 
uh, meaningful for you and to complete um, uh, the cycle of things that you need to know. Um, this one here is kind of neat. It says, um, a, word, a word about animal runes. By definition, a rune is a letter of an ancient alphabet compromising a written language of various Germanic and Scandinavian peoples. So pursuits will likely say that there can be no such thing as an animal room. Its meaning has changed over the years, so it's now, it now ref also refers to the art of any mark with a secret or magical meaning that is carved into stone or wood. Animals always carry great significance, secret meanings, and spirit messages in life. Imprinting animals on wood to create an oracle of an animal Rune is the most natural and comfortable fit to the world. You will enjoy the feel of these runes in your hands, and you will be amazed at the magic they awaken in your life. He always had a really nice way of putting things to yeah. Andrews. He was uh, quite a man in his time, He'd written many books and done many things. Absolutely. So, and I mean, you could really, you know, like there's so many signals and symbols and, and things out there. I mean, you really could create your own set of runes like based on what he's saying of, of things that are important to you, right? That maybe you create your own runes that have a sun on it for happy or, or shining the way, um, a heart on it for love heart, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, whatever it is, like whatever symbols are important to you that you would draw on that when you pulled it, you obviously wouldn't have a book, but it would just talk to your internal soul That's right. and say, you know, oh, okay, I need to be happier today because, you know, the sun is going to shine and things are going to get better because the sun is shining on this rune and what have you, right? So, I mean, you really could, I mean, these are kind of old and set, set <laughs> in are. place because of that, uh, because of where they've come from, but you really could create your own. You really could. You really could. It may be probably very fun yeah. to do that as well. You don't see as much of that or maybe we're just not familiar, but we could have a look. But I hope you enjoyed this because we had fun sort of putting it together. It's kind of a fast one tonight. But, um, you know, do pick some up sometime and try them out. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, if you have the opportunity because they are they are really interesting and, like we said, really dig into your soul a little bit to bring out some stuff that sometimes we need to take a look at or be yeah. aware of or, you know. And sometimes, too, uh, when we find or I find – is we get into some of this stuff we haven't I haven't had pulled the rune up for a while, and um, um, so it makes you look at it again and go, oh yeah maybe I should be pulling them up for a while too and uh, getting reacquainted. So um, you know good for us that um, we recognize that too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, it was fun. Yeah, we hadn't done them for a while, so it was time. Good one. <laughs> It was time. <laughs> it was definitely time. So we appreciate you listening to us as always. And please follow us on uh, Spotify or Anchor. And please check out our Facebook page or Instagram page. Uh, you can email us if you have any questions or if you want to be on the show. Um, give our website a whirl. We'll put that all in the show notes. I'll put the information from the websites I got the information from for you to look at in case you want to look at the spreads it goes into a little bit more detail if you're interested in that yeah. if you do have a set of runes and you want to try it out yeah. um yeah and like i say if you have any questions shoot us a message and yeah. we'd be happy to we'd love to be able to explain what we see with them too or help you along with it 
we're good teachers too i think so please do uh look us up and like us and love us exactly and and, and most of all please come back <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> and share us with your friends yeah please <laughs> so anyways have a magical week and we will see you next week you betcha